0: CHAPTER NINE OF ZIP THE ADVENTURES OF A FRISKY FOX TERRIER BY FRANCIS TRIGO MONTGOMERY THIS LIBRIVOX RECORDING IS IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN RECORDING BY LEANNE Howlett. ZIP AND PETERKINS HAVE A FIGHT For several days after the molasses candy episode, Zip stayed at home and did not go snooking into anybody's backyard. But on the fifth day, he felt he needed a little excitement, so he decided to call at Miss Belinda's and see what Peterkins and Polly were doing, and incidentally get a snap at Peterkin's. So about three o'clock in the afternoon, when the doctor was taking a little snooze in the hammock under the big maple, Zip sneaked off across the gardens and down the side streets to Miss Belinda's. When he arrived, everything was quiet. Not even a leaf on the trees stirred. Or a chicken crowed the blinds were all down in the house which showed that miss belinda was either taking a nap or gone calling polly's cage was nowhere in sight so she must be indoors thought zip and if polly was in the house peterkins was sure to be also he reasoned after making a tour of the garden and barnyard he was about to return home when chancing to raise his eyes to the kitchen window Whom should he see but Peterkins perched on the back of a chair, looking out at him? So, so, thought Zip. Miss Belinda has gone out, and for fear something would happen to her pets, she has shut them in the house. Oh, what a chance for some fun if I only could get in. As he stood gazing at the monkey, Peterkins began making faces at him. You have heard boys call out to one another. Stop making monkey faces at me, haven't you? Well, I guess they get the habit from seeing some monkey making faces. At any rate, the horrible faces Peterkin's made at Zip were enough to drive a boy crazy, much less a little dog with Zip's snappy disposition, and he barked back. Just you wait until I get a hold of you again, and I'll not only snip a piece off your tail, but I'll bite the whole tail right off. At this, Peterkins ran his tongue out at Zip. Then Zip flew at the door and barked and scratched as if he would tear the house down. Peterkins pressed his face close to the window pane and grinned at him. Right then the grocery boy came and, seeing a little dog barking and scratching on the door, thought he belonged there and was trying to get in. So when he opened the door to put the groceries on the kitchen table, he let Zip in, deposited his parcels on the table and left, shutting the door after him, regardless of the fact that Polly was screeching. Help! Murder! Thieves! Fire! At the top of her voice, and Peterkins was jumping around wildly at the end of the string with which he was tied to a chair. Zip sat quietly in the middle of the kitchen floor, enjoying their fright, until the sound of the grocery wagon had died out down the street. Then he barked, Ha, ha. I've gotten you now just where I want you, and I'm going to bite your tail clear off. I see you have it done up in a white rag with witch hazel on it, for I smell the stuff. Sip really did not intend to bite his tail off, but only pretended to do so, giving it a good pinch between his teeth. With a shrill scream of fright, the monkey jumped onto the kitchen table that stood beside his chair, and he pulled so hard that the string broke. It's giving way so suddenly sent him flying off the table onto the floor, but he was up in a minute and leaped to the stove. The fire was out, but the stove was still warm, so he jumped upon the tea kettle. There he perched, hanging to the handle until Zip, seeing there was no fire in the stove, jumped on the hearth and from the hearth up on the stove. As Zip landed there, Peterkins ran up the stove pipe, but he kept slipping back it was so smooth. From there he leaped to the top of the roller towel, but horrors, it began to roll up, and when he stuck his claws into the towel, it unwound and took him nearly to the floor. He was afraid to let go and drop to the floor. Still, if he held on, Zip could reach him too. He was wondering just where he could go to escape the dog when Zip jumped off the stove and grabbed the end of his long tail. Peterkins gave a jerk and tried to run up the towel, leaving his bandage in Zip's mouth. While Zip was trying to get the cloth out of his mouth, Peterkin's dropped to the floor and climbed up on the kitchen table. Seeing a basket of eggs the grocery boy had left, he began throwing them at Zip, who was having a hard time getting rid of the bandage, for the more he pulled, the tighter it wedged itself between his sharp teeth. Now Zip was in a pretty fix, for he could not bite with the wad of cotton in his mouth, Neither could he run and jump, for in trying to get the bandage from between his teeth he had gotten it twisted around his legs and fast between two of his toes, which made it only possible for him to walk slowly. And all this time Peterkins kept pelting him with the eggs, which broke and ran all over his back and down into his eyes, while Polly shrieked and cried out all the names she had ever been taught without the least knowing what they meant. Every time an egg would hit Zip, she would laugh and call out, "'Soak him, Jimmy!' Then Zip would glare at her and make as if going for her, which would cause her to cry out, "'Help! Fire! Murder! Thieves! Buttons! Polly want cup coffee! Naughty boy! Spank, spank! Tea doll dt D-T-doll-dum! Catch em, catch him! Crackers, crackers! Pretty Polly!' All in a jumble." At last, Zip managed to get his leg loose, and he was working on the plug in his mouth and not watching Peterkin's, when he had the surprise of his life, by getting a full dipper of water thrown all over him, for the monkey had dipped it from the pail of water on the table. The sudden twist Zip gave his head when the water hit him full force loosened the cotton in his mouth, and out it flew. With a bound, Zip was now on the chair, then on the table, snapping and barking, while the monkey was trying to hit him with the empty dipper, when the kitchen door unexpectedly opened, and in the doorway stood Miss Belinda. Without a second's thought, Zip jumped past her and ran for dear life toward home, never stopping to look back even once, until he was safe in his own barnyard, standing beside the watering trough, preparatory to jumping in and washing the eggs off his coat. Again, his encounter with the monkey had been unsatisfactory, And as for what poor Miss Belinda thought when she saw the mess in her nice clean kitchen, it is beyond words to tell. End of chapter 9